Today is Friday, April 2nd. The title for our devotional is Prayer from the Cross. Today is Good Friday, the day we remember Jesus' death on the cross. In keeping with our theme of prayer, we're going to look at Jesus' prayer from the cross. Jesus spoke a few prayers from the cross, but today we're going to focus in on one of them. In Matthew 27, verse 46, it says, In about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? This prayer follows the same theme as Jesus' prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane, abandonment. He was betrayed in the garden by Judas. He was abandoned in prayer by his three closest disciples. All of his disciples fled upon his arrest. He was denied three times by Peter. He was the long-awaited Messiah of his people Israel, yet they handed him over to Pilate to be crucified. Now he has forsaken, as the text declares, by the Father. The statement of Jesus is a quotation of Psalm 22.1. This is a psalm of David that is widely regarded as a messianic psalm. It points ahead to the coming of the promised Savior, the Chosen One of Israel. Whereas the words of this psalm find some fulfillment in the life of David, they find their fullest fulfillment in the life of Christ. David, as a foreshadowing type of Christ, resembles certain aspects of the Messiah's life. In Psalm 22, the abandonment of the Father and the opposition from the people takes center stage. Verses 16 to 18 are particularly more pertinent in the life of Jesus than they are in the life of David. Verses 16 to 18 of Psalm 22 say, For dogs encompass me, a company of evildoers encircles me. They have pierced my hands and feet. I can count all my bones. They stare and gloat over me. They divide my garments among them, and and for my clothing they cast lots. Piercing his hands and feet and casting lots for his clothes correlate directly to the events of the crucifixion, events of which Jesus had no control over. Jesus, quoting this psalm in this moment, would have drawn the attention of everyone in attendance and confirmed without a doubt that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. At the outset, it is important to note that Jesus begins this prayer not as he typically does with the Our Father or Abba Father, but with the less personal My God. This could simply be out of a desire to keep with the quotation of Psalm 22.1, or it could be an an indicator of the distance and the lack of intimacy between the Father and the Son in this moment. It is impossible to know for sure which one is the case, but it is certainly worth contemplating. The exact nature of the Father forsaking Jesus is indeed a mystery, one of the greatest mysteries in the entire Gospel. How does the Father forsake the Son of whom they share the same essence? Jesus did not cease to be fully God in this moment. Whatever the exact nature of this forsaking is, we can safely conclude that they did not share the same intimacy as they have for all eternity in that one moment. The consequences of this were gut-wrenching for Jesus and seemed to crush his spirit. Although I don't think we will ever have a complete picture as to the nature of the Father forsaking Jesus in this moment, a quick theological look into what is happening here can fill in some of the puzzle pieces for us. A robust theology of the atonement reveals the cross to be the once and for all atoning sacrifice for the sins of humanity. On the cross, Jesus took the punishment due humanity as a 
result of our sin. The Father pours out his wrath upon Jesus, his wrath that is justly directed at humanity for our sin. The punishment for our sin is death, not just temporal death. Even the unregenerate experience that, but eternal death, hell, separation from God. Romans 6.23 tells us, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. Note the contrast here between death and eternal life. The death that Paul has in mind with this statement is, is likely an eternal death. So what Jesus took for us on the cross is greater than just physical death. It was an eternal death. Hell, separation from God that he took for us. He he literally took hell for us. What that means, I don't fully comprehend. But it must have been agonizing in every possible way. As we contemplate the mystery of the Father's abandonment of the Son this Good Friday, we should appreciate the sacrifice of Jesus all the more. Whatever the precise nature of this moment, Jesus loved humanity enough to agonize here in our place. He knew no sin, yet he became sin for us. The only response to such love is worship, adoration, love in return, and homage. For reflection time today, reflect on the mystery of the Father's abandonment of the Son. All week we have reflected on the abandonment of Jesus by his disciples and others. Today, ponder how devastating it must have been for Jesus to be abandoned by the Father in this moment. We will reflect on this further tonight at our Good Friday service. There we will honor Jesus, cherish him as our Lord, and praise him together for his loving sacrifice on the cross. I hope you will join us.